Welcome to this special episode. I am going to dive into how to hear from God. So if you have been craving intimacy with the Lord and you're like, how do I hear from God? I really want to have that moment where I get full clarity of what God is trying to tell you. This is the question I'm going to dive into today. And I'm not saying that I'm all knowing at all. I'm just a girl on a journey with Jesus. And there has been moments where God has downloaded beautiful truth into my heart. And I know that he wants to do the same with you. You don't have to come to me to hear from God. You can go directly to God yourself. And that's the point. But I want to give you practical steps to help you deepen your intimacy with God and to hear his voice and to do it today. So let's go ahead and dive in. Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. All right, so let's dive in to how to hear from God, because this is such a crucial thing that we have to pursue in order to possess that intimacy with God. So let me take you through, I have three steps. Get your pen and paper ready. I wanna help you. So number one, how to hear for God. And I wanna caveat by saying, I am not, I didn't go to you know Bible college. This is just from my experience. Um, so you might hear or talk to God in a totally different way than me. I'm just gonna speak to you from my experience. I hope that's okay, um, just, hear me out. Number one, the number one way to hear from God foundationally is you have to get into relationship with God. Now listen, God is the divine creator. He created the universe. He created you in his image. He designed you uniquely with purpose on purpose. He said, you know what? The world needs a Sarah right now. The world needs an Amy right now. The world needs a Tracy right now. The world needs a Steph or a Heather or whomever else, right? And so you have a relationship with God in the way that he is your father, but we have to get in relationship with him and prioritize your commitment to him. If you're like, you know what, I'm dating somebody, or let's say you're married, and you're like, I want a better relationship with my husband, or I want a better relationship with my friend. Well, that takes commitment. It takes intentionality. Better relationships don't just fall into your lap. They are created. They grow. And so we have to get into the mindset that I get to spend time with my creator. 
okay, who is your number one celebrity, right? Like who would be like a big deal if they came to your house and you got to sit on the couch and talk to them? Think of that person, pull them up in your head, whoever it is. Imagine if they were like, hey guys, I'm going to come over to your house tomorrow. Like, let's talk. You would freak out. You would tell your friends about it. You would get, you know, your hair done. You would clean the house. You you wouldn't miss that appointment when they're coming over, right? You'd probably take an Instagram story. Well, it's the same. Imagine the fact that you get to meet with your creator who has a purpose for you, who has a calling for you, who wants good things for you. Nothing is stopping you today from taking action and having intentional time to talk to your father. He's not too busy, even though mentally we're like, how on earth could he be in the details of my life? How on earth could he hear what I have to say when there's so many people on this planet and there's so many problems bigger than quote unquote my problems. I just want to remind you that God hears you. He sees you. He loves you. And he is a God of the details. And we cannot possess what we're not willing to pursue. So ask yourself today, am I in right relationship with God? Do I have a relationship with Jesus? Have I declared that Jesus is my Lord and Savior? Have you given your life to him? Have you surrendered to this? That's your number one step. We have to get in right relationship with God. And God God can speak to you even when you're not in right relationship. Like think about, you know, Paul on the road or Saul on the road to Damascus, right? He hadn't given his life over to Jesus at that point. And God still stopped him in his tracks and blinded him. You know, God can still wake us up and God pursues us relentlessly. That's one of the one of the things I just really love about God is he pursues us relentlessly with his love. And so are you in right relationship with God? And I have three questions for you to examine in your heart because Jesus is always asking us to examine. The first recorded words of Jesus in the book of John is, what do you want? That's what he asks. What do you want? And the first recorded words of God in Genesis 1 is, where are you? Other than the fact that he said, you know, humans are good and he was, you know, using his words to create. But his first words to humans that is recorded is, where are you? It's so important for us to sit and have time to reflect and to examine our hearts. So here's my three questions for you. What do you need to let go of today? What is a toxin in your heart that is holding you back. Maybe it's bitterness, anger, unforgiveness. Maybe there's somebody you're holding, you know, prisoner in your heart. What do you need to let go of? Maybe it's shame. Maybe you need to lay shame at the foot of the cross. We have a section in our planner called the heart check, and it really helps you just sit down and write these out. Who do you need to forgive? Question two, who do I need to forgive? It says, if you will forgive others, the Lord will forgive you. Let's just start this process with cleaning our heart, removing the idols. Number three, is there anything you need to repent and confess of in this moment? And the, the answer is probably yes. We, we all sin. We all have junk that we're dealing with with our flesh. So you're not weird or different or like, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. But to have that relationship with God, we have to be in a posture of 
examining our heart and saying, is this okay? Is this an idol? Is and an idol is anything that you have to check in with before you check in with God and are, are obedient or anything that really comes before God. You know, an idol could even be, you know, your child over God or your husband over God or your work or your business can become an idol. There's all kinds of things that can become an idol. And if you're looking to get more into the idol work, there's an amazing book by Tim Keller called Idols. Would highly recommend that. But hopefully these questions of what do I need to let go of? Who do I need to forgive? And what do I need to repent and confess to? Can help you write this out and pray this to God. Pray this to God. Confess what you need to let go of. Repent and be saved. Declare that Jesus is Lord and rededicate your life today. This is the foundational step in hearing from the Lord. The beautiful thing is when we give our hearts to Jesus and we confess and we repent and we give our lives to Jesus, we inherit freedom. There is freedom in the Holy Spirit. There is freedom in this new life. There is eternal life. There is the fruits of the Spirit. We, you can become a fruit bearer because your heart is cleansed by the blood of Jesus. This is amazing. It's, it's a scandalous, amazing grace that we get to have all of that just by asking. So if, if that's something that you want to do today, I highly recommend doing that today. Call up a friend and say, hey, I want to pray this prayer or do it on your own. Sit down, write it out, pray it out. We have to get in right relationship with God first and foremost. Okay, let's move on to number two. The number two way to hear from God, and you could also consider this the number one way because number one was actually a foundational step of relationship. Number two is an action to actually hear from God. Are you ready? Get in the word. Get in the word. Did you see this coming? (laughs) Okay, so Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is alive and active sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. The word of God is going to help you transform your life because God loves you just as you are. He does. He loves you with all the mess you have going on right now, with the addiction that you're still struggling with, with the mistake you made last week. He loves you. He loves you. He's willing to partner with you. He, he, he will bet on you. You know, and you're like, God, I wouldn't bet on me. You're like, he will bet on you. He will co-labor with you. It's amazing. And it, it's just insane how much he chooses to love us really and truly. But he loves you too much to leave you the way you are. He wants to heal you. He wants to transform you. He wants to give you a hope and a future. He has a purpose for you. And for you to fulfill those purposes in your destiny, we've got to grow. We've got to stretch. We've got to become mature. We have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And that starts in his holy word. And you've probably heard this if you, you know, go to church and you hear like, okay, read your Bible. And you're like, okay, great. Like, thanks for all the advice, buddy. <laughs> like, what, what do you mean? And the way that I like to read the Bible, um, and the, one of the reasons I made my soap Bible studies in the collection 
is because it, it just helps you have a starting place. So our soap Bible study at Horatio Printing, it's divided by seasons of life. So for example, if you're going through a season of anxiety or you're going through a season of uncertainty or a season of transition, we have a Bible study for that season of life. So each volume includes five seasons of life. Volume one, for example, includes a season of purpose, a season of finding wisdom, a season of transition, a season of anxiety, and a season of joy, really pursuing joy in your heart. Our fourth volume is just coming out this Wednesday, yay, April 28th, and that one includes a season of hope, a season of grace, a season of faith, a season of uncertainty, and a season of becoming mature. We also have a volume two and a volume three. You can learn all about it over at HoratioPrinting.com. But for me, SOAP is just such a great way to read and apply the Bible. SOAP is an acronym. It stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. And here's the thing. You do not need to buy my Bible study to do SOAP, okay? You don't. I just, I like having thick paper and I like having um, a season or a theme, and I just like it, and so that's why I built it. So you can, but you don't have to. All you need is your Bible and a journal. You can write SOAP on your piece of paper, and you can do this yourself with any scripture you want. So S stands for scripture. You can rewrite the scripture into your journal. O stands for observation. What did you observe? What leapt off the page? What did you learn about the character of God or the character you're reading about? A is for application. Okay, how can I live this out? How can I walk this out? Because I've read this, what am I going to change about my life? What am I going to let go of? What is this really prompting me to do? And this is really the beautiful space where you are meditating on the scripture and letting it saturate to not just be something you read educationally, but something you live. It's kind of like instead of a Bible study, it's a Bible doing. So then you have, a, after that, you have a prayer. You write down your prayer and that's it. It's a simple thing. It can take you 15 minutes. It can fit into your schedule. You can take an hour to do it. You could do whatever you want in your Bible study. This is just my tool that I really like that helped me on a path of really applying the scripture and seeing transformation in the way I was living my life. The more you read and hear the voice of God in your Bible, the easier it will be to discern your next step in what God has for you. God will speak through his word into your circumstance. Sometimes you'll read a scripture, you know, let's say you read it in February and then you go back and read it in December and it speaks to you in an entirely different way. And I want you to know you have permission to read the Bible and have an observation and have an application. You don't have to wait and see, what does Beth Moore say about this? What does my pastor say about this? And that's great. It's wonderful to have commentary and to have teachers and people to speak into your life and explain scripture. But you have authority as you're in right relationship with God, with the Holy Spirit, to sit and to let the Bible talk to you. You don't have to look to, what does Polly think about this scripture? No, like you have the power within from God to let the Bible 
speak to you, to penetrate your heart because it's alive, it's active, and it reads you as you read it. So while we're here, let's go ahead and just read some scripture together. I'm going to be reading out of the Passion Translation, a beautiful psalm, Psalm 37. I'm going to read you a couple sections from this that I think is just so beautiful when it comes to trusting God. So Psalms 37 verse 3 says, Keep trusting in the Lord and do what is right in his eyes. Fix your heart on the promises of God and you will be secure, feasting on his faithfulness. Make God the utmost delight and pleasure of your life and he will provide for you what you desire the most. Isn't this beautiful, friends? In verse 5, it says, Give God the right to direct your life. And as you trust him along the way, you'll find he pulled it off perfectly. Is that good news? Verse 7 says, Quiet your heart in his presence and pray. Keep hope alive as you long for God to come through for you. And don't think for a moment that the wicked in their prosperity are better off than you. Verse 11 says, But the humble of heart will inherit every promise and enjoy abundant peace. Isn't this a beautiful scripture? This is from the Passion Translation, and I just love it. We can trust God with our future. We have to surrender and trust him, and he will work all things together for good. And I love in verse 7, it says, Quiet your heart in his presence and pray. Keep hope alive as you long for God to come through for you. And that leads me to number three. Now, number three is kind of an interesting one. Number three is praying, listening prayers, praying, listening prayers. And this might seem, um, well, it's actually pretty difficult at times because it's hard to still our minds um, and to quiet all the thoughts and the squirrel brains and the to-do lists. And, you know, sometimes I'm praying about something and it's like, oh, let me just check my, you know, we, I just, I have such a struggle with focusing in prayer. So if you do as well, we're, we're, you're not alone. Okay. I do too. So for me, I really like to write my prayers and then read them out loud and then just sit in stillness. Um, there's all different kind of ways to kind of find this stillness. One of the ways that I do it is through my spiritual direction sessions with Amy Brady. We sit in stillness together and there's something really beautiful about collective stillness where she is, um, she is creating space for us to collectively call on the Holy Spirit together and hear from God. So those have been so beautiful for me, just sitting and, and, and focusing on my breath and having stillness after reading scripture or while listening to worship music. Um, it's in those moments that maybe I bring a question to God. And usually if I bring a question to God, like, let's say I'll bring, you know, God, where am I supposed to live? I don't know where I'm supposed to live. The words that usually flood my spirit are, I see you and I love you. And what's funny is sometimes I'll find that that's actually what I needed to hear. Usually it's, you're good where you're at. Like, I'll, I'll show you the way when you get there. 
You know, God's, he's never going to leave you. He is always with you and he is for you. Another great strategy for this stillness or really connecting with God is a worship walk, finding a great playlist and getting outside in nature, moving your body and just worshiping. And when thoughts flood into your head, like don't check your text messages, don't check your email, just let yourself be unplug truly, but just listen to the worship music, have a walk and just hang out with God. I think the biggest thing with this time is your heart posture. Where is your heart in this as you start the activity, whether it's a worship walk or a moment of sitting or holy yoga, whatever it is, where's your heart? Declare like, Jesus, I just want to spend time with you and then just spend time with him. It's as simple as that. And it can look like however you want it to look like. We actually did a really great episode, me and Amy Brady, my spiritual director, we had an episode called How to Do a Mini Sabbath. And she does these little mini Sabbaths. So go back and listen to that episode. I know it's going to bless you. If you want to have some more ideas of different spiritual disciplines you can apply to your life or try out, that can be a great way to um, find this intimacy with God, but ultimately it's simple. It's reading your Bible, it's worshiping, and it's prayer. Um, And it's showing up to that with expectation that God is near because he is. And if you're looking for some truth today of how God looks at you or what he thinks about you, I have three truths. Number one, if you feel overlooked, the truth is you are seen by God. You are seen by God. Psalms 38 two. you are seen. You are heard by God. If you feel like God hasn't been hearing you, no, God hears you. 1 John 5, 14, and you are loved. John 3, 16. And when God says, I love you, he doesn't just say it with words. He's not just, okay, I love you like a human would. He tells you his love with action the greatest action. He sent his only son to die for you so that you could be in relationship with him, so that you could partner with him, bear fruit, and be a light in this world and live with him for eternity. What a beautiful expression of love. As you continue to meditate on God's word and apply it, you can expect transformation because like I said before, God loves you just the way you are, but he loves you too much to leave you there. He wants you to grow. He wants you to move forward and he will guide and direct your steps on that path. So I hope that this has been helpful for you. I have some good news. I am jumping on Instagram live for three days this week at noon. We're going to do a soap Bible study each day. That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. April 26th, 27th, and 28th. And April 28th is when all of our Soap Bible Studies relaunch. That's Volume 1, Volume 2, Volume 3, and we're releasing Volume 4. We'll have some launch day deals as well, so make sure you go check that out at HoratioPrinting.com. Let me know what you thought about this episode, and I would just love to close us out with prayer. Father God, thank you so much that you hear us, that you see us, and that you love us. You love us beyond our comprehension, God. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the way that it reads us and that it's active and it blesses us and it guides us. It is truth, God. Right now, I just ask that you will speak 
into the hearts of every listener, God, and just fill us with your overwhelming peace and presence, God. We love you. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Dream Planning Podcast. I'm so glad you were here today. And if you liked this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a quick 30-second review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I read every single one, and it is such a blessing to get to hear how this has landed on your heart. You can also share it on social media, share it with a friend. And I want to make sure that you know you are invited to dream again and take the Dream Crafting course. We just launched this course in the Horatio Printing Academy. You can find more at www.thedreamerinyou.com. Have a wonderful day. You are so loved, and I truly believe the best is yet to come.